Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. On this episode, I spoke with Kristen. We talk about how she left her corporate job after making 300 her first month in her business to making 10,000 the month after she left, her tips for manifestation, how to surrender, and what she's currently learning. I hope you guys enjoy listening. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I'd love to start at the beginning of your journey. Tell me what your story's been like so far. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. And, geez, the beginning of my journey, I don't even know where to start. I mean, like, do I start 10 years ago? Do I start one year ago? It's just, it's, I think it's been a long time in the making, but I would say the majority of when my life visibly changed started about a year ago. Um, and that's when I started learning about manifestation and, and, you know, law of attraction and diving into it. And I was kind of at this point where I tried everything to change my life, you know, and nothing was freaking working. And it was so frustrating because I was on this hamster wheel of like everything going wrong over and over and over, no matter what I did, nothing was changing. And so that's when I, I found manifestation and I started studying it like a crazy person and applying it to my life. And that's when my entire life transformed. Um, and you know, complete 360, I manifested everything on my vision board in a matter of months and, um, you know, never really looked back since. And, um, since then, like things just have continued to get better and better. And now I teach other women how to do the same because, now that I know that, you know, I've taken myself from rock bottom to where I am now, so I know that anyone can do it. And what was the, how did you get into manifestation? Um, when I was living in Mexico, that was actually about two, two-ish years ago, maybe a little bit more, I was working at a hostel, there was another guy working at the hostel, and he gave me a book called A New Earth, and that changed my entire life. So I read that book, and it opened me up to spirituality, and um, that person also taught me to meditate, which opened me up to, like, this whole other world of, you know, energy, and there's more than just what's going on in our mind. And so I opened up to, you know, this whole world of energy and spirituality, and that's when I started learning about manifestation and seeing the word thrown around, and it wasn't until about a year after that that I started actually specifically learning about manifestation and how to apply it to my life, and uh, it just kind of fell into my lap. I would just come across these Instagram accounts, or I would come across, like, YouTube videos, and I was so interested in it, so I started investing in coaches and investing in courses and going to conferences to learn about this stuff, and I invested in my first, you know, manifestation coaching coach, um, and I spent my rent money on it. And yeah. I was so terrified, and I didn't tell anyone because I was so embarrassed. I spent my rent money on this woo-woo thing called manifestation, but that that changed my whole life. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I just continued to invest money that I didn't have at the time, and every single time, the money kept coming back. Right, I kept manifesting it back, and that's when I was like, "Whoa, like this works." <laughs> Do you think it's so important to invest money even when you don't have it? You think that's like the best time to invest? I think it's always important to invest. Um, whether or not it's important to invest when you don't have it, I mean, it. it I don't want to say that you always should invest when you don't have it because it's really dependent on you and your energy. If you're in a place of total anxiety and fear around investing money then that's the 
energy you're projecting. But if you invest money from a place of gratitude and love and abundance, and you know what's coming back to you, then it is coming back. So it has less to do with how much money you have and more to do with the energy with which you are investing. But, you know, the universal law of giving and receiving, you need to to give to receive. You need to be able to let go of money to receive more back to you. Like, that's the flow of the universe. What we hold on to with both hands or we're afraid to let go of doesn't grow. It just sits because we're acting from this belief of money is a limited resource. And if I let go of it, it's never coming back. Right, we're literally repelling money by being afraid to spend money. <laughs> <laughs> and I know manifestation is like a huge thing right now, but for maybe someone who's never heard of it, how would you explain it to them? So, manifestation is being able to attract a life by your own design, like create whatever want, whatever life you desire, using the power of your subconscious mind, your energy, and your thoughts. Right. So, you know, it's so much more than just you see all these like books and movies and people and, you know, it's so much more than just visualizing or meditating or gratitude. Like it's truly about diving into like your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is creating 95% of your reality and all of your belief systems, most, most of which are subconscious manifest into your reality, right? Your external reality is a direct reflection of your inner world. So truly learning to manifest is diving into the subconscious, diving into the belief systems and rewiring them to align with the life that you desire. And part of this is the energy, right? We all have, we're all made of energy. All living things are made of energy. We all have a vibration. So I like to explain it like if you think of a light bulb, a light bulb gives off light waves, but we can't see the light wave with our visible eyes, right? They're not visible to our eyes in this 3D reality that we can see. However, they're there. Same with human beings. We all have energy waves at all times going out into the universe, and they're called vibrations. And they all have different frequencies depending on how we are feeling, how we're thinking, how we're believing, what actions we're taking. So we attract back to us whatever is an energetic match for the vibrations that we project. So it's kind of like an energetic boomerang. The vibrations we send out into the universe, they go out and they come back and they attract to us other people, situations, circumstances, and things which are a match for our vibration. So if you want to change your reality, you need to become an energetic match for what you want to attract, right? And your energy is created by the way we think, the words we say, the things we believe, subconscious and conscious. So it's kind of like a, a multi-layered process to start really mastering this in your life but you know it truly all just comes down to the energy that you project and what was that first course that you invested in and if someone wants to start where's like a good place to start so i have been invested in so many courses um the first time i invested it wasn't in a course it was in one-on-one coaching um and then i moved on to do more courses and conferences and you know, the best place to start is wherever your intuition guides you because it's not about what you're learning. You need to find a teacher that you resonate with because I can teach it one way and someone else can teach it the same way. But if you don't resonate with the energy of the person teaching, it's not going to transform your life in the same way. So I would say starting by finding someone that you really resonate with. And if you're listening and you do resonate with all of this, I also have an academy where I have taught hundreds of people how to do this because I've now spent more than $60,000 just in the past year learning from experts and investing in everything. And so I've taken everything that I've learned and I've kind of put it 
And what job did you have before you became a coach? I was working, well, I've had quite a few jobs. I actually got a credential to be a teacher, and I was a teacher for a year, and that didn't make me happy. So I tried network marketing, and that didn't work. And then I got a corporate job, and I hated that. And um, the corporate job was the last job I had. I quit uh, less than a year ago, actually, this month, a year ago. And that was when I started my manifestation business, or I like to say that business found me. Um, I was sharing my journey on social media, the things I was manifesting, and people started asking me to teach them how I was doing it. And that's how my business was born. (laughs) And when you left your job, were you scared about leaving your job? Were you worried? What was that process Uh, like? I literally felt like I was going to puke and I got deathly ill for five days afterward. And, um, but I was at the point where I was like, I would not be happy doing this for the rest of my life. I'm just not okay with this. And when we settle for something, we're literally telling the universe, this is what I know I'm worthy of. So if you want to manifest something new, you need to show up and and show the universe that you feel worthy of something new because we, we can't out manifest our own self-worth. So I was like, you know what? I'm done settling for this. Like I am done. I can't do this anymore. So I quit. And that was the point where I surrendered. And I was like, you know, my gut is telling me to do this. I made $300 that month in my online business. No proof that I would be successful. But I knew after studying manifestation, I knew that the universe has my back. And I knew that if I could just have complete certainty that I would have the success and let go of needing to know how and when it was going to come and just leave, like just trust, I knew it would come. And so I did, I quit and I just was like, universe, like I will say yes to whatever opportunities you throw my way. Just show me the way I'm so ready. And I just totally surrendered and things played out in a way that, you know, it's crazy how many synchronicities showed up. And the next month I manifested my first, you know, five figure month. I made $10,000 after making $300. That was like four times what I was making in my corporate job. So, you know, when you surrender and you take these leaps of faith, the universe is there supporting you. And did you have an Instagram following, an email list, anything when you left your job? Or did you build that all after you left? I had no email list. I had an Instagram following of probably, I don't even remember. I want to say maybe like like 10 or 12,000, but it wasn't engaged because... I had been doing health blogging for a few years and I had a network marketing business and I was posting recipes every day and that's how I built my audience. And I stopped posting recipes and I started posting on spirituality and manifestation and suddenly no one, no one was, you know, engaging with the content anymore because they followed me for recipes. So it was kind of like I was starting over rebuilding my audience because I completely changed my platform. So I was starting from scratch and I uh, had no email list. I had just started my podcast. I really didn't have much. (laughs) I was basically starting from scratch and I built everything up to where it is now. In the first month, were you doing a course and one-on-one coaching? Were you doing just one-on-one coaching? So I built my course in May of last year, so just about a year ago. And before that, I did a little bit of one-on-one coaching. I did some one-on-one coaching throughout while I was also doing my course. But what I've actually found is that people get better results in the academy because
because when you do one-on-one coaching, people only bring up what they consciously know they need help with, right? And when you go through an academy or a course or a program, you're going through things that you wouldn't consciously bring up in a one-on-one coaching session. And I found that that creates some really massive transformation for people. And what's your favorite thing that you've manifested so far? Uh, I've manifested so many things that I love. I, I think my favorite things, I'm really good at manifesting like travel destinations, places to live when I travel. I manifested this villa. It was like directly off my vision board from when I was living in Colorado. I had this picture of a villa in Bali and it's just like this gorgeous villa with glass uh, doors to my room, like leading out to a view of the jungle and I manifested that exact room. We moved to this gorgeous like luxury villa and I had these like glass sliding doors that led out to this overhang view of a jungle with our pool below it. And it was like, that was just one of those like, whoa, <laughs> the universe, like this is crazy that this is happening right now. And then um, another one is when I moved to Kauai in January. And the day before I moved, I took a screenshot of this. I take screenshots of my Instagram of things I want to manifest and I put them on my vision board and took a screenshot of this bedroom and I had this big bed and it had windows all around the side of the bed and the windows were open and they were leading out to a view of a jungle or a rainforest or something. And I screenshotted it like, oh, that's cool. I would love to manifest that. So the next day I fly to Hawaii, I get to the house I rented and the woman is showing me around and she's like, hey, actually, it's so weird. I had someone unexpectedly move out of the master suite last night. Do you want an upgrade? And I was like, hell yeah. So we walk in and it's exactly what I had screenshotted the day before. It's this giant bed with these like screen windows all around it leading to a view of the jungle. And that was another moment where I was like, wow, this literally happened in 24 hours and I didn't have to do anything. And, um, you know, that's what happens when your energy is, in alignment and you're in such alignment with the universe things just show up and it feels really almost like (laughs) like magical um so i think those are two of my like wow this is so crazy moments and do you when you're finding things for your vision board do you go on pinterest do you go on instagram do you like google things and put on your vision board yeah so i use instagram a lot i'll just screenshot things whenever i see something or I'll do, I'll go on Pinterest and for example, if I'm planning, I want to, this year I'm manifesting, um, you know, like a Europe trip or if I'm, I'm manifesting Greece right now. So I'll go on and I'll type in like Greece aesthetic and I'll find photos, um, that just like make me feel a certain way. It's really important to have photos that make you feel something. So I go through and I like favorite all the photos that I like and then I go through all my favorite photos and I find the ones that make me feel the best. And those are the ones I go on my vision board. And how do you fully trust the universe? So um, it starts it, it starts with starting small, right? Mm-hmm. So it starts with like finding a sign from the universe or learning to decode angel numbers, things like that. Because it's easy to be like, yeah, the universe has my back. But to actually believe that on a deep internal level, you need to actually have physical proof to convince your brain. So that's why I teach people to start you know receiving signs so you know one of my signs from the universe is a lion so in the beginning i would ask for guidance and i'd start seeing lions all the time or i'd be in conversation with someone and they would like bring up lions it was so weird you know they would come all over the place i'd be reading a book and it would start talking about lions or like they'd show a national geographic lion clip on the tv in the store i'm walking in so they showed up 
receive signs all the time. One time I asked the universe to send me the zebras, and the next day I was visiting my parents, and my mom was like, Kristen, come to this garage store with me, and I didn't want to go at all, and she convinced me to go with her. I was like, fine, I'll accompany you, but I really don't care about the garage sale. So we show up to the garage sale, and literally every single thing at the garage sale is zebra print. Every single thing. It was all zebra. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. So it's things like that where you start to build your belief and give your subconscious mind literal physical proof of like, whoa, like this is not coincidence. This keeps happening. And then, you know, starting small as well by you don't start off by manifesting a villa. You don't start off by manifesting a million dollars. You start off by manifesting $10 or a cup of coffee or an apple. Like, start small so you can start building that belief. I see so many people go straight to, I'm going to manifest $20,000, but I've never even had $1,000 in my bank account, and I've never manifested before. And it's just, it's too difficult for your brain to actually believe that it's possible when you haven't given it any proof yet. So my biggest piece of advice is to start really small. Um, What made you come up with the lion for your sign? Uh, So... To come up with a design from the universe, you, you can just ask the universe. So I actually just like closed my eyes and I was like, all right, like universal owners leave a sign from you. And the first thing that popped into my head was a lion. So I just trusted that. And, you know, you can always ask the universe. You're always in connection with the universe. Just get into a meditative state and like do some deep breathing and clear your mind a little bit and just ask the universe to receive a sign. And it could be a series of numbers. It could be an animal. It could be a car. It could literally be anything. Like, I know someone who had a white van as her sign. I know someone who had, like, a some specific kind of candy was her sign. So it can literally be anything, and all you have to do is ask. And what are your tips for surrendering, and what's been helping you right now through this time? So surrendering means kind of acknowledging that we don't always have to have full control of everything, right? We are co-creating with the universe and our job is to set intentions and the universe's job is the how and the when, right? It's not up to us to know how things are going to happen. It's not up to us to know when they're going to come. It's just up to us to set the intention. So, you know, part of that is, is truly realizing that like, hey, you know, sometimes better things come when I'm not in complete control. Because as human beings, we tend to think that we know what's best for us. But in reality, we can't see the bigger picture. And sometimes what we think we want in the moment isn't actually going to lead to the best case scenario for us in the long term. You know, like to, I like to describe it as, you know, you know, for, you know, chocolate is bad for dogs. And whenever I'm eating my chocolate, that my dog is always like begging and whining for a piece of it. But I don't give it to him. And we're kind of like the dogs, right? We we want things to happen right now. But we don't know that if we had that chocolate or if we had that thing right now, it's not actually going to be what's best for us in the long run, right? So the universe, the universe is always giving us what is best for us in the long run to, to play out in our long-term manifestations. And so realizing that even when things feel like they're going wrong or things feel like they're not playing out or it feels stressful or it feels chaotic, it's still happening for us. It's still happening for us. Like, it's just like we're that dog and we're like, oh, why can't I have my chocolate? You know? But something better is still coming. So we're always on the right track, no matter what it feels like. And sometimes, right before you manifest something incredible, there there is this low point, right? There's polarity. It's like you have to go deep to kind of put yourself high. And right now, in the midst of all this chaos, the time to be doing this inner healing right, and healing those belief systems that have 
been blocking us from reaching that next level in our lives. So right now it's like a huge, massive opportunity. It's just that kind of like dark before the high. It's, it's we're getting ready to be catapulted, catapulted into that next level of our lives. And um, that is, I think, the biggest part of surrender is realizing that the universe always has a plan, even if you don't know what it is. And what is something that you wish people knew about manifestation? What is, sorry, you broke up a yeah, What is sorry. something that what? Yeah. What is something that you wish people knew about manifestation? Something I wish people knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish people knew that manifestation doesn't mean just positive thinking and it doesn't mean meditating all day long. And, you know, a lot of people watch The Secret or, you know, they read a book and they get excited about manifestation and then it doesn't work and they think it's just like, you know, woo-woo and just this made-up thing that doesn't mean anything. And it's just because everyone's doing it wrong. Because you can meditate all day and you can visualize all day, but you know you can positive think all day long. But if your subconscious belief system is not in alignment with what you want, it's never going to come. So I wish people would understand that it's so much more than that. And everyone can manifest. Every single person has this ability. Every single person can manifest whatever they want. But it's just a matter of being willing to actually dive in and do that that deep inner work. And how did you change your subconscious thoughts? So, I mean, rewiring your subconscious belief system is a process. And Mm -hmm. it starts with understanding where the subconscious belief started. And then it's a process of convincing your subconscious mind that what it saw, that it gave this meaning of I'm not good enough or I'm always broke or I can't manifest money or whatever the belief is, you have to prove to your subconscious mind that that wasn't the truth. Right, we gave that event that created this belief the meaning that I'm not good enough or whatever the belief is, but that's not the truth. That's just the story that we created. So we're in, in control here. We can rewrite the story. So finding the belief that you want to believe, affirming that belief, finding proof in your life of other people who who that belief is true for, right? We need to give our mind proof. And then taking action as if that belief was already true in your life. And that's when the magic starts to happen. What is your favorite part of your business? My favorite part of my business is seeing my students manifest, like seeing them win. Like I just had a girl manifest $30,000. I had someone manifest their dream car. I've had mm-hmm. multiple women in the past week actually manifest their dream homes and move into them. And it's just, it's so rewarding to watch to watch people win and to watch them manifest the lives of their dreams and watch them manifest all the things they want. Like that is so rewarding. And what is something that's lighting you up right now that it doesn't have to do with your business. It could just be anything. So my dog (laughs) (laughs) and um, spending time in nature, especially in quarantine. I've been spending like every single day going on nature walks and it's just, that is what lights me up is, um, connecting with the earth. And what type of dog do you have? Um, we don't know. He's a mix because uh, my parents fostered him and, and uh, they didn't know, but he's definitely part pit bull, part something. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cutie. What's his name? His name is Simba. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So is there anything that you can't manifest or can you manifest pretty much anything? I believe you can manifest anything, but your only limit is to your own mind, right? So, you know, 
could you manifest like a unicorn or something like that? And the thing is, we have a collective consciousness as well, right? So we each have our own energetic field and then we have a collective energetic field, which is like everyone's energy. And it's hard to believe something that is so outside of the collective, right? We, it has to be within the belief system of not just you, but also the collective. So something like believing that I can manifest a unicorn, well, there's, it, there's almost no way that you could believe that on a deep subconscious level, right? Because it's totally outside of our collective consciousness as a, as a, like, society, right? And so that this is, like, a fine line here of, like, can we manifest anything? Because your limit is your own belief system. And actually changing your subconscious beliefs is also limited based on the world that we've grown up in. So you can manifest anything that you can truly believe in. And I mean, like, subconsciously, internally, deeply believe in. And do you like to go to personal development events? I do. I've, I'm always working on my personal development. And um, right now, there aren't really any. Yeah. <laughs> because we're all in quarantine. But I always have a coach, or I'm always in a course. So I'm always doing something. And what's your favorite event that you've been to? Um, my favorite events I've been to have been events in Bali. Mm-hmm. So I've been so the the events I went to in Bali are just so incredible. I've gone to some breathwork events. Breathwork is one of my favorite tools for transformation, and um, I've also been to some like women events where it's like women empowerment, and they have different speakers. So um, really, anything that has to do with spirituality or empowerment, I love. I've been hearing a lot about breath work. It's been, if you, yeah. I feel like it's really blowing up right now. It's crazy. I mean, breath work is powerful. It's yeah. so transformative. Like your breath connects your body with your soul, basically. And so, um, basically, when you go to like a breath work class or a breath work experience, you're breathing deeply for an hour nonstop. And uh, a lot of people describe it as almost like a psychedelic experience. You can feel like you're on drugs. You get this high from it, but it's just from your breath. And a lot of times it helps you release repressed emotions or have like deep insights. So it's so powerful. And can I ask how old are you? I am 26. Okay, 26. And how have your 20s been like so far? Um, they, each year has been very different. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 22, I was, or 22, 23, I was living in Costa Rica and partying all the time and drinking all the time. And, um, when and then I spent a few years traveling and then I lived in Colorado and I worked and then I started this whole journey so my life right now and who I am is so different than who I was even at 22 23 like each year I feel like I'm reborn as a new person and what advice would you give your 20 year old self I would tell my 20 year old self that you know you are doing a great job like you're doing a great job, you know, and everyone is doing the best they can with their current state of consciousness. And I would tell her to just love herself a little bit more and love where she is on her journey because she has no idea just how good life is going to get and all the things that seem like they suck, they're all still happening for you. And what are you currently learning right now? Right now, I am currently learning how to set boundaries and how to prioritize, especially as my business grows. And um, I'm, 
you know, especially having an online business and a business that I love, it's hard to set boundaries and be like, all right, I'm going to stop working at this time because I love what I do. But at the same time, it's important to set those boundaries and create the time for play and create the time for joy and create the time for art and all of those things. So right now I'm in the process of um, finding that balance and creating those boundaries in my life. And what would you tell someone who is thinking about becoming a coach? Do you think the coaching industry is too populated? What would you no tell? such thing. There's always people that need help. Like, there's billions of people in this world. There could never be too many coaches. Uh, it, if you have that belief, though, it will hold you back. And Like, it's, what is your belief? I believe that there's unlimited people who need help, and I believe that if you feel any kind of calling to help people, it's because there's people who need your help and they need specifically the unique way that you can provide it. So if you feel like calling to be a coach, I would say absolutely, absolutely do it. The world needs more, more light workers. And are there any questions that you wish I would have asked you? Hmm. I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. And where can people connect with you? Uh, the best way to find me is on my Instagram. I am Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore. Oh, I forgot to ask about that. What about that? I was going to ask about the Pursuit of Bliss, how you came up with that name. Uh, um, <laughs> I used to be called Power by Pineapple um, when I was like a food health thing, like posting recipes. And then a year ago, I wanted to change the name and I had no idea. I had a family chat and we were all like coming up with different names and I knew I wanted to use the word uh, bliss but I couldn't figure out how and um someone suggested pursuit of happiness and I was like I can't use that as the title of the movie I was like oh wait what about pursuit of bliss (laughs) (laughs) um and you know that's what that's truly like that's what everyone wants everyone says they want to manifest money and cars and houses and what they really want is bliss everyone wants the freedom everyone wants the happiness everyone wants to feel excited every single day and that's what we're all in the pursuit of. And that's what manifestation truly helps people with, is finding that inner and outer bliss in their lives. Um, but yes, connecting with me, connect with me there, Pursuit of Bliss on Instagram. My podcast is called Pursuit of Bliss. I'm also on YouTube as Pursuit of Bliss. Um, and I have a Facebook group with free Facebook community, and it is called Manifesting Abundance. Thank you guys so much for listening. I would love if you guys can leave me a review on iTunes and please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think it would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.